0: Donovan, is that you with the blank spot <laughs> okay okay how can you hear me straight mm-hmm. okay i was using this little mic this little, little mic thing to little, 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 little mic
1: shit All right, right, you there? Yeah, boy, I had a crazy leg day a couple days ago, and my left calf still hurts. This one problem. What you be doing? <laughs> this calf raises, it was
0: after a bunch of other nonsense, man. Ain't nothing worse than doing the leg day like a week later, and the lactic acid done built up. Them bitches be sore for like three days at least. Exactly. I couldn't even move yesterday. Every time I do a leg day, I be like, dang, I took too long in between. And <laughs> the lactic acid done built up, and that's shit. I feel good. harder. All right. Y'all got y'all notes and shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Say what? I ain't say nothing. I'm All right, all right. We'll start
0: it. Uh, let me start it in two minutes. Let me know. It ain't no echo or nothing, is it? Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: so. All
0: right, cool. I was just testing this mic out. All right, we're going to start at two minutes. Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Pharaoh Entertainment. We're your host. I'm Horace the Pharaoh.
1: It's a God, Donnie it. and your boy Rod the God back at you with another banger.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hope y'all enjoyed that first episode of the season. You know we coming with it. You know what I'm saying. And you probably read the title of this episode, so we're gonna be talking about mind control. Simply put, we're gonna be talking about uh. And doing a deep dive into everything regarding around subliminal mind control and how they use it to, uh, I guess you could say, dampen your divinity within you, and, and otherwise address things. Like a lot that. of words you can yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of synonyms. <laughs> so, without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and
1: jump in. Feel Oh. Let's see where to start with this one. I mean, first, I feel I like we should define what mind control is, in a sense, for the family.
0: Well, I mean, when I think oh, of
1: Or what you think it is. Like how, would you, how you how would interpret it.
0: Mind control is any thought that's not your own. And with that being said... There is no one on this planet who has not been subjected to mind control. And if you say you haven't, you blatantly lying. You know what I'm saying? From the moment you come out the womb, you've subjected to mind control. Seven Over 70% of the thoughts probably aren't your own unless you did the work. You know what I'm saying? Everything from the music to the radio. Majority, over 75% of the mind control is from your parents, right? Then on top of that, you have, uh, of course, media plays probably the second biggest role because those are the things you're surrounded by the most. And media, everything from the TV to the game to the to um, phones, social the media, phone, the radio, right? <laughs> All those have a combative influence upon what makes up mind control. And I think the biggest way, well, no, not the biggest, the simplest way to put it, I was re- uh, reading Behold a Pale Horse by Pale Cooper. Is uh silent, silent weapons for quiet wars? It's a chapter in the book everything going on as a result of well, they're using it's a silent weapon for silent war. It's a silent weapon being referred to as programming, right?
1: I mean, but it's crazy. Me and my girl just talking about this uh, a couple weeks ago, but I forgot what the initial conversation was. But we got to a point where I started talking about how pretty much everyone's internal structures and beliefs of how they feel about the world or surrounding them. I was saying how those belief systems are pretty much created out of our control. Right? Because we have so many outside influencing factors ever since, you know, childhood. Regardless of how you're receiving, like how the information is presented to you, we're all getting something. Like, we're all being imprinted by something, right? And, like you already said, two of the biggest ones family and media, but I think it's also another big one like just your peers in general. You know, for a lot of kids, like growing up in school, people you around, you feel me?
0: Yeah, I think you gotta uh, also.
1: You also got to state how
0: the subconscious is programmed. And that's the main, there's four I think up at the top of my head. That's repetition, symbols, sounds, and trauma. Those are things that are, how that's how you program the conscious mind to think any certain type of way. We are getting episode on factors. We know how shapes affect your mind. We know how symbols affect your mind. We know how repetition, ain't everything in the world the repetition, right? They keep telling you something until you believe it, right? Mm-hmm. That's all conditioning. Probably just as big, if not probably the third biggest, just given about all the how It's so much things that are labeled as trauma, but it does not get aired out as trauma because it's coming. It's so normalized. Like, let's just take a little. Uh, there was a time where, like, even like, okay, you know, like in the show where like the man would slap the wife. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a little gas it was a time where that was seems outrageous to be even aired like you hitting a woman in general right or even like or, okay or how they, they turn trauma into something that's media right so like you have the domestic violence in the house say someone experienced that now you got people who see it on TV and they be like they, they might get a little chuckle out of it you see what I'm saying so now you was laughing at the trauma and not understanding that's programming to to Something Man. so minuscule can have such a big effect. So that's just trauma, and that's being repetition, right? It's showing you mean, repeatedly, so now you're becoming numb to it in general.
1: That's, that's like, I think trauma is 90% of the media we see, especially when it comes to like, talking about black media or media uh, intended or black people arguing to the audience. Like, for example, think about Tyler Perry movies, right? They be real entertaining. But when you think about it, almost all of those movies, the the central problem is some black trauma. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, somebody in the family don't abandon the child or, you know, they doing some shady stuff in their marriage or some type of... Verbal, emotional type abuse, you know, type beat. You know, it's it's always some type of trauma, you know, in in those types of movies. And I brought the movies up because a lot of the movies you see for for you know in Black Hollywood kind of follow that same type of uh,
0: that archetype. Archetype,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: what it shows is. And I guess if you want to focus on the black community, but that's not even just to focus on media, but just to focus on the media a little harder is just to show you how they play my game the whole time. Because, you know, they got you watching a whole bunch of nothingness on TV nowadays. Like, reality TV is straight trash. It's literally nothing. It has no internal value. Uh... I was watching the lecture and Brother Panic was making a uh, shout out to Brother Panic. He was making a uh, reference to how he was watching. You know that show, The Midges of Atlanta?
1: The what's it, little women? Oh Did yeah. Did you just call it the midges of <laughs> the Atlanta? Midges. <laughs> 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 <Bro>. <laughs> Ain't no way. Oh shit. That's offensive. Okay. Oof. Oof.
0: Hey, now you see how, that's Man, how I, see. I just reveal how I think about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he was making the reference as to how TV and media is nothingness. And he said, and you wasting your time on nothingness. And then you're complaining about society, this, society, that, and about all the programming. But you watching. And he said, in it, the uh, the little women were in the uh, club. And he said, they was all twerking. And then he said, I don't know what They were fighting. And they said, the people there didn't even know if it was part of the show anymore or not. Because of how hard and how long they was fighting. You see what I'm saying? And you consuming that to such a degree where you don't even know what's going on. You sitting there consuming nothing. You watching people just beat each other up for the sport. You know what I'm saying? And what that also goes for show is that your humanity has been weaponized. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your ego has been weaponized to an extreme extent, Right. Like, remember, it was times where stuff like, even sex was like, they were were reluctant to show it on TV. Now, you got the full scene to the exact detail where it's your offer just to watch it sometime. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, the media in itself, things like that, it's like, those type of things that come with the evolving of media like from a different time, you know what I'm saying? Like, shifting into this time things becoming way more acceptable and
0: that was a good point because even given that you have to think about the program right so like okay you say you got the average man now you've been programmed to uh so now we're just saying like okay i'm trying to think of the best way before i make this example i'm just thinking about the average person going through life as they see stuff and how the information information is given to them so by the time someone wants to transfer into this alternative information, they've already been programmed to want someone to show them how to do it instead so of learning how to do it themselves. You know what I mean? And it's, I, I read in the, uh, the book, The Hold a Pet Horse as well, that he stated if a person is spoken to by a TV advertiser as if he's 12, due to that suggestibility, you will react with the uh, – that same response of that of a 12 year old yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And that also goes to show because in the silent the whole section of silent war fire weapons was just about what they what they were was an elaborate scheme, economic scheme about how they are how well I'm not gonna say how they because they were already implementing it. And now it's this first it's it's already in fruition but It was pretty much showing how they were going to destroy you with a fight machine, or you, know, you were fighting right, and of course, they do this by attacking the family unit. And to do this, to pretty much uh, they will attack the family unit, and the result of attacking the family unit would be control the education of the young kids, you see what I'm saying? So, if you, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's how you get the uh, the statement, the foolish. Raise the stupid grown-ups. You see what I'm saying? And vice versa.
1: Man, I was just watching a YouTube video earlier. Uh, it was the Earn Your Leisure uh, podcast, and it was some you know financial video. But pretty much the main purpose of the video, I understand how black people playing the wrong game. You know what I'm saying? And you know I, I'm relating that to the the silent weapons and the choir wars, like, it really be, they really be playing games and fighting fights that we don't even know are happening, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's to the point where they're not even looking at us as pawns in a game, you know what I'm saying? We just, we just out there frolicking in the fields, oblivious to the facts, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's wild, like, Mm-hmm. It's really gotten to the point where people know more about your mind than you do, and they just pulling the strings. And, and the fact that it's it's people who have this down to a little science. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, all right, let's show this ad at this specific time in this specific area because we know the demographic. We know, you know, they at home chilling right now. We're finna show them this ad about this food spot. Boom. Not they ain't, they ain't cooking money for dinner. But now you no know, we, we got their dinner plans. We done we implant implanted in implant the uh the thought into their head to consume. Now boom, they they, they spending their money for this, this company or whatever. Do same thing with pharmaceuticals, same thing with you know, just all this stuff around us that we really don't need, you know what I'm saying? And they just be using it for whatever. Looking at us like, you know, uh, we watch some old SpongeBob episodes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Krabs, will see a customer walk in, his eyes turn into the money signs. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right. That's how they're looking at us.
0: But it's funny because when you look at this idea of subliminal warfare, why do you think they see us? We've not even seen this pawns. This is where the programming comes into big play. You running around, and by you, I mean black people. And some of you listeners, y'all probably guilty of this shit, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just speaking to the public, but like you running around worried about the white man and what they doing, they not giving a fuck about you. Yeah, you giving all your attention to them, blaming everything on them, and they sitting there thriving. You see what I'm saying? Nah, no, that's what I, I'm saying. Like
1: we we put so much energy into complaining how the game is not in our favor, how the system's not in our favor, right? We put Uh that same energy into learning how to play the game ourselves, learning how to make the system benefit for us, right? And I know that's something that's easier said than done, but is it it really? You know what I'm saying? It's really only easier said than done when we're not putting forth the most efficient amount of energy towards it, right? Because we, we're so scatterbrained now. You know, it's hard to, to unite on one yeah. purpose. But when it's a you purpose. Say, when you say make the system work for us,
0: I I feel like I disagree with that statement simply because the system was never made by us or intended for us to use. This It's like when people say a war is coming between us and the pilgrims. And my first thing is like what war. Because you trying to use bullets. They make the guns. The only thing you need is your divine mind. That's the one thing they have. That's the one thing they don't have that you have. That's the only thing you would ever need. You already lost the war because you think you try- too busy trying to think like them. You too busy worrying about what they gonna do or how to beat their system. This ain't got nothing to do. I tell people when you, when you, that's the program, you, when you die, what, what you going to, you going to, you, you thinking about this system. But well, what I you mean ego, is, your, your ego is still trying to find that's, that's what I say. Humanity, uh, humanity is being, your humanity is being weaponized. Your ego right. is for something else to
1: blame. On, uh, dude, the way I look at it, it ain't even all about just blaming somebody for, for the problems that we got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more so even if this system has nothing to do with us, it's still what we are or what what we have been placed into, right? And so I feel like in order to get to a place where we can't say, all right, this, this system, like it has nothing to do with us. You know what I'm saying? Completely away from it. You still gotta be able to start somewhere. You feel me? Like,
0: but that comes and with it, the understanding of uh, your mind, and I was going to go into about the uh, how to snap out of the mind control, because that's when you have to take it upon yourself to reprogram yourself, because people who understand how to use the magic, right, because we magicians by nature, if you if you know how to use the magic, you just make the money come, you ain't necessarily got to work for the system, the system work for you, and you don't have to worry about this fight, this, oh, we gotta go fight and stop the white man, or
1: Look that's what I'm saying. In. Like, make make the system work for you. You know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying in the beginning. Like, there's there's no point in trying to to beat it or break it or change it. Like, I don't feel like we we need to. That's that's not our responsibility. Because, like you said, this the system isn't our creation to improve. You feel right. me? But it is something that. I won't say it's an obstacle that we need to overcome, but I feel like it's a tool that we need to understand how to utilize effectively. Well, I feel like even in
0: referencing, especially like uh towards like I said, the ego gonna still look for something to blame on why oh why 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 we being mistreated, why we like that. Remember at one point it was the slave masters. After that, it was then the devil. Okay, after that, it was the Illuminati, and after that it's still looking for something to blame on for why this why that instead of taking the action upon ourselves to go ahead and change what's needed because at this point you just it's the same way when people like that they are coming into consciousness or whatever you want to call it and they be like oh i don't believe in jesus no more i believe in the and you go like, oh, okay then like next year they be like i don't believe in that no more i believe in yahweh and you're like oh, okay then the next year you believe you you uh think you're like oh I believe in Ogun and Oshun or the Arisha. Then you catch them out there dancing and sliding doing the African dance, <laughs> shit. and that's the most funniest thing to me when niggas start talking on Arisha shit because you go over to some place like Nigeria and they some die hard Christians now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. So now you, so now you in the redundancy trying to be like everyone else because the programming got you thinking, oh, hotep nigga, what hotep no touch nigga, What that nigga hotep hooray. You see what I'm saying? You two guys running man. around trying to flaunt that you know something and you know absolutely nothing. You're just a vegetable playing into the programming, and you gonna be Wait. stuck here because your ego is looking for something to blame on. You see what I'm saying? Nah,
1: like, I, I feel that, and that's one of the big things especially in the spiritual community, I, I think there's a, a thin line, and it's sometimes it's kind of hard, hard to navigate, but, so, you know, once you come across uh, knowledge, you know, once you do your research and, and start to open your mind to the, the, the knowledge that's out there, I feel like a lot of times people get, like, kind of egotistical about it, and they they just trying to show off what they know, you know what I'm saying? But the the true purpose behind doing all this research and gaining all this knowledge, I feel like he gets lost, right? Because you know we don't do this to to show the people what we know, or, or we don't do this just to. I feel like if you get to the point where you just doing the same thing that you were back Christians for doing, follow like blindly following something, mm-hmm. you know in just because it's another another deity. You know, just you know. the church nigga. It's that church nigga who like, oh, but I'm also spiritual. There
0: ain't no bind. There is no in-between when it comes to that. It's left or the right, even though everything we talk but see, it's also an understanding once you read, like, the Gnostic diaries and everything. I don't want to say diaries, but when you read the Gnostics, you also understand there's an understanding of the Christ consciousness, you know what I'm saying? But that, that same stuff is not similar to you going in church or going Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? That's not the... It's the same... I guess you could say it has the same Gnostic imprint, but the whole thing is still programming at the end of the day. You see what I'm saying? It's still subliminal programming. It's the same way you go in the hood, and what you find? Churches, and the churches next to a liquor store. around right, Every dang corner. You know
1: what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's... it's you know, I, I've gotten to the point where for me, I've come to understand the value in everything. Any any place of knowledge, like any source of knowledge, any religion, like I, I've come to understand the value that can be found in any of it, but I've also come to understand how they all kinda don't have value in the same sense. Right? Because when we're talking about the programming and whatnot, any text Any any book, any, you know, source of media that you learn it from, that's still essentially somebody else
0: right telling you something. Mm -hmm. something. You're not exactly as a study tool. You're supposed to use the books as a study tool, not as something to repeat verbatim.
1: You use the study tool. Exactly, exactly. Understandings. That's what, you know, coming back to my my previous point, like if you are just doing the same stuff that you was doing with Christianity or whatever, your know, belief system. You started off with with another belief system just because you're thinking it's making you more awakened or more spiritual. Like, you, you're ooh, not ooh, really ooh, born ooh. nowhere. <laughs> That's right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't making no progress. You're just doing the same thing with a, a different, you know, uh, face slapped on it. You right, know, so right, you know, right. It, it,
0: a different brand, it ain't it, no, exactly.
1: And if that's the, and if
0: your issue the pilgrims, they've been doing the same shit with everything you do. So at that point, you just reciprocating <laughs> them. And it's funny because when we really talk about reprogramming, it's really about you understanding your mind is limitless. That's why it's so easy f- to uh, create conditions of like poverty, illness tragedy, etc., in your own reality because this reality is of your own surrounding and out of your own ignorance towards your own mind. So whatever you see, you're going to create, or whatever you speak, you're going to create or your mind is creating it because that's all you can program to see. It's the same way how they're going to keep showing your black ass and get killed by some cops because that is trauma. That is trauma to the mind. And they're going to do it repetitively. Right, so that's two. That's trauma, and that's repetition. That's two ways to program the subconscious. Then they always hide symbols throughout it, and they always got the same type of, the same type of imprints around, right? like the same type of uh, layout. How it happens, right? That's the sub. That's the programming of your subconscious to keep you in fear in a fear-based reality to keep you blaming the white folk. So you, have, so you want to believe that you change. You see what I'm saying? You want to believe that your whole goal has changed. But all they doing is rebranding the same thing, and you getting robbed up the same way. Like, oh, we about to go march today.
1: So let me ask you this, because I know how I've worked through this personally. But to you, what do you think is the most important stuff after understanding where, like, what your mind is, and after understanding what your mind is. We think is the most important step to getting yourself out of those pre-imposed cycles and, and structured beliefs that you've gotten into, you know, through the years, through, through the subliminal programming. What, what can people do to get themselves out of that?
0: Well, the method is going to be for, uh, different for everyone. The, the method, I'm telling you, anyone can use it, but this is what works best for me. So... One, of course, you got to do your research. For example, when I say, when I say do your research, one thing is like I ain't even saying know the history, because if you talking about knowledge itself, his, the history don't even matter to a certain extent. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you want to know about you can uh, you can start like what I would do. You would research first. You would do research things that pertain and resonate towards you. The programming runs deep in a sense. It's like Neo in the Matrix. You got to not necessarily unplug yourself, but you also have to know how to decode and what you're looking at. You have to know how subconscious programming works. That's why I said through the things like repetition, sounds, symbols, and trauma. So then you have to go back and you have to unlearn everything you learned and relearn everything, right? right. But people say this and they really ain't unlearn nothing. All they did was learn the same stuff and put another name tag over it, right? But this requires you to do a lot more inner work, a lot more spiritual work, a lot more. uh, I'm not going to just tell you to do the work because doing the work, that's so that's so bland. Everybody said, like, what do I need to do? They're like, Go do the spiritual work. And that's not really giving you anything. You need to meditate and sit down with yourself. And sometimes, like I said, certain things come to you when you can. Sometimes you need to listen to the chatter because, like, I told people the thing. Your ego also will. Your ego also will lend you a hand if you can listen to it as well to tell you what has been programmed to your mind through humanity. The stu- everything like, you want to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Everything that you kind of fight for is certain things you probably don't even feel for at all. You see what I'm saying?
1: Nah, that's that's very true. Like, I recently had a conversation. Uh, with my girlfriend and we were talking and pretty much we got like two hours into the conversation and i realized i was like the thing that i'm supposed to be arguing for i really wasn't even arguing for it you know what i'm saying i was like why why am i even in support of this you know what i'm saying like i don't even care about this stuff right, right? so it's was like what is the purpose of this conversation in the first place and right, right and that we-
0: goes back to uh for those who watched the first episode, you should directly check out the ego humanity complex. Because again, when you argue with people, or even if it's not an argument, but still argument is probably just, like, right. you know, just, just, just a just a discussion. You you you're still you've realized even in that discussion, you can like you feel like you're trying to convince yourself of something. You see what I'm saying?
1: Hey, either, whole, either either that, like trying to convince myself of something, or, or trying to convince myself that there's a problem in the first place right because it, it it got to the point where there was an emotion that I felt and it felt like there needed to be a root cause to the emotion right mm-hmm. and so the 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 discussion was being had to discover the root cause and you know after all the talking and I realized you know there's there's not really a root cause to the emotion like this is really just an ego thing right see. so you know it having you know that ha- being able to reflect in the process of having a discussion is not something that we really expect everyone to be able to do because I could get caught up in the moment but that's just an example of a time where like you said it, literally exactly like you said where I realized that the issue it, it was purely egotistical right, right. It, it's and purely something said, that oh, I created ahead. out of my mind
0: like you said, some issues don't even exist. They only exist in your mind. This is why I tell people the mind is li- limitless and you have to liberate your mind. Your mind is trapped under your own cage. Who, see, like, think about this. Who woke up or when did you wake up and realize white people and when you said white people are the enemy? What fueled that whole thing? You ain't just wake up and think that, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, You telling me you came out with, it, a, man,
0: with a with a with a lawyer suit talking about some so these crackers you, you ain't come out like that. So what what fueled you to come and say the white people is the enemy? And I'm not saying of course I'm not saying they don't do bullshit here all the time, but I give no energy to that, and I will never be in the position to of where I have issues with a pilgrim because I know my place and I know I'm God, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm fully convinced in it. so you're never going to see it falter or waver. It ain't going to crumble under no pressure. Someone who don't believe it and just acting like God going to crumble
1: under pressure. Yeah, and and I want to emphasize this as we continue the conversation. Being able to take the emotion out of it and not see white people as an enemy does not necessarily mean that we just complacent with the shit that they do or, you know, we're not doing anything to help ourselves and our people to, to get out of the, the negative cycles that, you know, they've helped contribute to. Uh, right? I feel like getting to a place where you can see them not as an enemy but almost as if I don't. I don't want to say I like them as uh, an example.
0: You know their role exactly. right? <laughs> like everybody, it's, it's a food chain. You know where they
1: at on the hierarchy, right? And and there really is no like. It, first of all, it's no no room in my heart to hate anyone. I feel like hate is a useless emotion, but I, I feel like that's blinding you to see the the true facts. Like yes, on paper, and in, in what you see. Right, it, you all you see is, is is white kill black, white harm black. You know what I'm saying? It, it so that's what you've been conditioned to believe. Like white bad, white bad, white evil. That's that's programming to make you fail to realize how to get out of it in the first place. Right? Right. This is almost that... going full back circle right, to, let's to let's the let's first question.
0: One statement because you with that programming, you then wow. have okay. So, you get in program to tell you white, bad, white, bad, white, bad. So, now your mind is going to create more scenarios and situations for you to see white, right. bad. So, mm-hmm. you're going to foster
1: that reality for yourself, right? It's like, if you, if you, and we've had this, we've said this many, many times, but if you look for something or if you are expecting to find something, more than likely, you will find what you're looking for. Thanks. And, and, and Especially now you're adding the fact that this is a message that's been imposed upon you for years, depending on who it is, decades. Come on now. It's no surprise that every every you no know, time you turn around you see some white person doing some fuck shit. Or you see somebody, you know, that don't look like you doing something that you don't like and you just feel like, man, every other week is something. Every month is something. Now, I'm not saying that they don't do stuff, but at what point do we say the complaining and the anger and the resentment isn't getting us anywhere? At what point do we realize that? What point, at what point personally do people realize that the mindset shift that needs to happen will not occur if all you're doing is focusing on how much you hate a certain and, group of people? You know, it's
0: funny because, like, I tell people, like, in, in this time, it's the, everything, true knowledge is defined as light. It's already been, we can read as many books. You can go read the ISIS thesis. You can go read the serious mystery. You can go read whatever book you want to read, make you feel good, Make you make your brain tingle. You know what I'm saying? Information, knowledge is equivalent to light. Light is knowledge. We know the capability of the sun by now. If not, you don't have to read a book to know how good and powerful the sun is. Plants, plants grow from the sun. I think that's enough. It doesn't really need convincing anymore. But if you need to, go go ahead and read You know, whatever book you can find that tells you the sun is all powerful. You know what I'm saying? But with that being said, since light is information and knowledge is light, this is your time to really master your studies and understand how to liberate your mind, right? Because, see, in all your little mythologies, they say the same thing, right? Osiris or, I'm not even just going to say off, but anytime there's a sleeping deity, so that's Osiris, that's Kumbhakarna, what's another sleeping deity? Shoot, we're just going to leave it at them two. That represents <laughs> your subconscious mind. Every time there was a sun god that represented your conscious mind, so that's Roth. Who else?
1: That's Helios. A
0: that's uh, Helios. it's one more. It's one more. I wanted to say, I just wanted to say the name. Kepri, no, nah, I mean, Ron and Kepri are the same, they're the same being at the same oh, time. What's, just... what's the other dude? Uh, overall? room that's the one. That's the one I wanted to mention. Yeah, I just wanted people to know I know room Yep. <laughs> Anyways, but those all represent your conscious mind, right? And so the idea is when they kiss or when they merge, right? Because remember, what's the goal? Osiris is sleeping, right? And Ra is too busy fighting off Apophis, right? And Apophis and or Set, but mainly Apophis, they, they're chaos. They represent the humanity they represent your ego your conscious mind is in constant battle with your ego while your conscious mind is still trying to wake up since it's the sun it's trying it's to okay. wake up that osiris energy you see what i'm saying you yep. the subconscious mind but it's too busy in conflict with the ego on the day-to-day to wake up the conscious mind that is where your that's where rogers we that's where that's where camprey comes in the dog bringer you see what i'm saying Right, Kepri was represented by the dung beetle, or the Kepri will roll the light. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It will roll the sun. That's your information, that's your knowledge. You have to roll that information up, like right? a little blunt. You see what I'm saying? And you got to <laughs> go ahead and you got to wake up Osiris, right?
1: Nah, and I was just reading an infographic the other day, and it was pretty much it broke down the mind. So it was. The conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and then it was like the uh, like the collective consciousness, pretty much. And it was saying how your subconscious, like pretty much the uh, uh, the bulk of interacting with that collective consciousness is being able to activate and communicate with your subconscious mind, because it's it's almost like the the locked off part of your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like the subconscious is the part that we we pretty much have no no will over it. You just you know plainly like that's the getting will over the subconscious is something that you gotta work on, you know, uh developing, right? So it, it was saying how the bulk of it was, like you said, activating the subconscious, being able to use the conscious to communicate with the subconscious. And then using the subconscious to communicate with the the all powerful collective consciousness, right? So seeing how the subconscious is like that that key middleman, but it's 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 hard to get to that middleman. You feel me? Right. And it, I was uh.
0: I was reading uh, some more of my book. I ain't even gonna say more of the book. It's really like the same 50 pages I've been stuck on of the Isis thesis because the first 50 pages in itself alone could be used to write a dissertation just upon the information. And you have to uh, understand about everything regarding the magnetopause and the black hole duot. And well, the magneto, Well, I say the magnetopause, I meant to say uh the magnetosphere, and its correlation to uh, the duot, and this black hole duot that you can relate to. Uh, think of the black hole duot as the place where the consci- the, the, the subconscious, okay, so say you got the subconscious, right? Yeah. And we know that's Osiris. So let's say within that subconscious, you have that divine energy. That would be your black hole, do I, right? Like the dark matter think tank. So, within that subconscious, you are looking for that. It's, it's almost like you navigating through a black hole itself. And you know, with the right amount of light or information that you receive, you're going to abrupt out of that black hole. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Wait. Say one more time. <laughs> I said <laughs> so there's this theory of called the black hole do I and it's it relates in everything about how to die and everything like that, but it also plays into an understanding of the subconscious mind and where the divinity hides. It's almost like the black hole do I is where that infinite potential to unlock not just your infinite mind but your genetic memory bank and all for, tons of stuff can be founded within you. You see what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I see. So you pretty much saying how, you know, unlocking that, that infinite cache of knowledge. Right,
0: right, right. Mm-hmm. And that can be that, that, uh, well, that will also prove it's a way that you have started to get out of that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Out of that programming. I mean, I, I realize it's no real way to, everyone's been programmed and some programming is almost impossible to be undone. But what you can do is admit or understand where you have been programmed. For example, it's like when old heads talk about, man, this ain't real hip hop. This was real hip hop. And some of that stuff on some real, might just be trash music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Same thing can be said for us. However, it's not trash to them because of the, the, the mind control behind it. You see what I'm saying? The frequencies of the music at the time, right? It could be mind control to them. However, the difference between, let's say, two... Let's say the difference between me and the uh, generic hip-hop listener of my age, right? Me, I can understand... What songs I heard over the radio was just my control, you know what I'm saying? Versus actual good music and just music, you see what I'm saying? But the other person might be like, "Man, but that wasn't real music, that's crap." You see what I'm saying? I think you, you,
1: you can do this with anything. Like once you get to a point where. You can understand where you've been influenced. That's essentially the first step you have to take in order to get out of the influence. Like for for me, a lot of beliefs I had that I I I kind of gained like, throughout my childhood and, and from the media and whatnot. You know, those things are really outdated and. You know, I look back and it's like, all right, how how did I get to this conclusion? Like, why is it that I think the way I do? And this is why I feel like the subconscious is so important because that's the stuff you don't think about, all right? This is the stuff that your brain is pretty much doing on its own. So if you can find the the root reason to why your mind is doing something on its own, well, you, you're unlocking big things in your mind, man
0: right and see that actually leads me to a good uh tangent as well see because the first thing humanity did well humanity fucked you over you know as soon as you came into this round the first thing they did was hit you with propaganda they called it good versus evil you see what i'm saying that's the first thing the program that we've talked about this many times. Show there is no concept of good or evil because man. what's good to one person is not good to the other person there's no universal understanding of it that's unanimous across the world it can't be a real concept We understand no, no objective
1: truth to it
0: right like one thing we understand we live in a universe that's understood that's a fact universe one verse it. it's simple right but at no point did people like oh man you know that's good. I heard an analogy. This is another Brother Panic analogy. Like he said, if a coke dealer woke up in a random room for a coke, he said he was the happiest man all life in the world. He said if a random businessman wake up in the room for coke, this is not a good day for him. You see what I'm saying? It's all, it's all relative, which means it can't be real. And the problem is this reality where nothing is real, we're too busy trying to make stuff real.
1: Bro, I, I would I be uh, thinking about this, and I've been thinking about this for a while. But I, I think about all of these social issues that are going around the world today, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. But all of these issues are such human level issues, right? Like I be thinking about whether it's race uh, issues or gender issues or, you know, uh, uh, wealth gap issues, whatever it may be, education issues, I'm thinking about who's going to care about this when you die, when you're no longer a human? Like, we literally only have to deal with these issues because it's it's humanity, right? This, this is what comes with the humanity. This is part of the bullshit that, that is being a human, right? And so, I, I feel like people get so caught up in the experience of being a human that they forget that this isn't the end all be all. Right? This this could possibly just be a little speck on our, you know, the entire universal existence or whatever it may be, right? It this could be just a little little drop in, the, in the, 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 the field of experience that we get across many dimensions. Who knows? But whatever it is, you know that it's not going to always be human, right? Because we all got to die at some point. So it's like, it, you know, I, I, I get the issues and why they're important, but I don't know, bro. It, 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 a part of me just feels like maybe I'm I, I really good not from here or, or what that's, it, it just feels
0: that, like. That's, that's, just your, that's just your subconscious trying to make you aware that this is not just everything here that you see and you believe is simply a manifestation of the humanity and you being ignorant to the humanity and just allowing it and thinking, oh, this is humanity. This is what it's supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that. And that's funny because one of these byproducts of humanity, right? So then it starts with culture. That culture then turns to tradition. If you break that tradition, you are now seen as someone that's so bad. You know what I'm saying? You seem to such a terrible person, right? Like, let's just say Christmas. And you say, man, I don't feel like celebrating Christmas. And now you just seem like a terrible person that leads to the concept of, of superstition. That superstition, you got these new religions, you see what I'm saying? Because people are like, I feel, I should be doing this and doing that, When that ain't got nothing to do with anything at all. You
1: see what I'm saying? It, it feels like there's a pool and it. it's, it's like something is pulling the humanity inside all of us to act a certain way. But the part of me that that transcends the humanity would be thinking like, bro, this is so pointless. Like, what? Why? Why, bro? Right? We can literally all just not even this.
0: And you know, it's crazy because I'm gonna make another Cthulhu reference, but this is this this is a quick service announcement. I, I, I people talking about Cthulhu nowadays. I just want everybody to know I was on the Cthulhu wave way ahead before all this. I, I ain't just talking about it because of Lovecraft. You see, I got my message before Lovecraft Country came out. You feel me? Right. But so uh with the, the, the story the uh the Cthulhu whisper <laughs> 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 and so the uh in the actual book by H.P. Lovecraft. I think it's called Cthulhu. The whole thing is that Cthulhu is sleep and that's the whole thing. They do not want him to awake because they know it means quote-unquote the end of the world. The whole point is for Cthulhu to wake because Cthulhu represents that primal subconscious nature. That is why everyone is so terrified. It is your subconscious waking up and looking over the world and looking and seeing the world for what it is. That's why Cthulhu would stir in his sleep and people would be like I felt Cthulhu, I felt that. That's just a divine mind starting to kick it. Like bro you ain't got that much time either get right or get chalked. You see what I'm saying? And so that understanding is crucial. I mean we are still in the age of Aquarius so that what we see it undergoing is waking up but how they're utilizing the information what they're using for is going right back into a slumber right like youtube is out here trying to save black people when you can how you gonna save other people if you get to save yourself you see what i'm saying you got people trying to this is why I said there's a false, this is a program that got you with a false of community. How you got a sense the community and you can still got people gangbanging in your you neighborhood. Know, really, ain't no way you getting them to sit down. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> they not about to sit down with you. They still want to fight each other, right? And so the understanding of uh, oneself is important before you can even move on to helping people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How does one help other people if you've yet to help yourself? Them them? Skipping steps and that's also blind leading the blind, right? You know. Hope y'all enjoyed that random little ad. You know what I'm saying? It had a few troubles right there, so we kind of had to fix it up, but. We're going to close this episode out soon. You know, we still have a few more points we wanted to get in before we close out. You know, if you're still listening to this point, mad appreciation and respect for you. still hanging in there with us. You know what I'm saying? But on that point, let's go ahead and pick it up where we was at. So uh, the last statement we was making uh, once I finished up talking about uh, Cthulhu and that representation about uh, the Great Awakening, if you will. I was using reference as to, I think, uh, or I was about to make reference of Kamala Harris and some of these, or just throughout history, how you got people that represent these boule that are trying to keep you in this sleep. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to keep you in that great slumber. You know what I'm saying? And they kind of, like, Kali represented I mean, oh, I got it backwards. Kamala represents that kali energy right that kali urge uh and i want i'm trying to think about how to lead way into the, okay cuz when you look at kali on a cosmic scale the en, kali, the energy known as kali is like an amazing good energy but once it gets down to earth it's known as the devourer you see what i'm saying Kamala represented this energy which feels like she's being used or hosted by Kavi to that extent because from the grandiose image, and this isn't to like people like us being involved in the information but to the general public or the niggas that like that shit, you know what I'm saying? She looks so, so grandiose but once you're in office, you see that oh, I'm arresting niggas for weed and all types of cool shit, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm just playing into the uh playing into that energy. Speaking of the Kali Urge energy, I just, it made me think just that statement, how it's a cosmic force and it comes off. That's what they use. They used to the play. They played on that in the movies with the Phoenix Force. The Phoenix Force represents the Kali Urge energy, the Kali Urge energy. You see what I'm saying? Phoenix <laughs> represents the deity Kali. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. I gotta see like it's it that cosmic force. You see what yeah, I'm saying? And it's it space. cosmic force. It was just there. like It was the light. But as soon as it became embodied and human and it got grounded on earth. It was hell. It was, was like, going to
0: bring destruction. It was like, whoever gets it is going to bring destruction. She represents that energy. She represents that phoenix. You see what I'm saying? It's to embody her. And you playing right into the trap, right? Okay the programming got you so deep you can't you can't your mind cannot decipher the two you see what i'm saying you see it simply as oh she's just good your mind or your divinity has not been able to see the the difference between the cosmic force and it once it hits earth you see what i'm saying because once you have to understand the programming of the planet is at a different frequency too versus that of you can say the grandiose cosmos because on that note you have to understand that uh once you come to this realm, you're not on the same frequency. This planet alone is not on the same frequency and stuff in space. You see what I'm saying? The fact that the Kali energy, or that Phoenix Force, is a, such a good... Even though they, in the comics they try to make the Phoenix Force sound like it's just a so evil and destructive in space, but we know there's no concept of good and evil. That's just for you know plot and fiction. You know what I'm saying? But they the fact that it goes from something so grandiose and it comes here and it's so evil is a result of the energies here. That's the ego and humanity. You see what I'm saying? The, the the Kali urge energy could not live on its own when it got here. and needed a host. You see what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it had to embody someone. Common, like he calling her Kali. That's all I can think of her as. With the four arms, the one person head and one hand. You see what I'm saying? Just imagine Kamala would bite a head in her hand. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. And this plays into the programming because look what you brought upon yourself. You see what I'm saying? Kali is known as the destruction. The devourer. Right? You brought your own destruction to your own doorstep.
1: You see what I'm saying? Man, That's crazy and and inviting your worst problems.
0: And from that energy, you have this mentality of the black slave pastor, right? She embodies that to the highest degree. I feel like nothing even has to be said about her past or her actions to prove that. Just do your own research. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, she gonna still have you chasing waterfalls running through circles to stop the white man, to be equal in this sense of equality. But a God is equal to no one, right? (laughs) They tell you a God is equal to no one, but you have to believe and understand that you are a God before you can do it. And if you don't believe it, for sure enough, you know you're not going to reap the benefits of it. Because the idea isn't even about being a God when you start thinking about your mind. It's about more so it's it's not the idea when people say I'm a god, it's really just a certain part of your body called the god. What's it called? Like the godhead or something like that? That sounds very familiar. It's called like the godhead or something. And it's not represent, it's because you can go beyond that yourself. It's like Goku, right? You go what? Absolutely. Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2, 3, 4. What's, what was next? God then after God, he still got more stuff past God, there is no limit. The only limit is the limit you set on yourself. Right? Mm -hmm. Your mind works the same way. But you're limited through programming. Right? This stuff calcifies your pineal gland. That's why when some people do start to wake up, they start going crazy. Because your pineal's been so calcified, it don't know what to do once it starts seeing stuff for what it really is you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're going to start seeing this stuff, especially with some of these movies to come out. You know, uh, Multiverse of Madness is going to really show you in terms, I have no doubt the movie's going to show you an understanding. That's what the whole uh, that's what that whole influence if you see the teaser trailer, it has the uh, villain, not Shuma Grove, but the giant eyeball. It's like his minion. His name is like Garg... It's like Garg... Gar- it started with a G. Okay. Like gargantuan or something. it's like garnature. G- <laughs> it's, it's like garganist. Yeah, it's something stupid like that. And I gotta break down that word, but he just pretty much a smaller eyeball than the, the tumor girl, right? <laughs> and I'ma break down that whenever that comes out energy. But it all goes hand, in hand talking about the reference to the subconscious. Because your subconscious will also try to... What do you mean like your subconscious Sometimes, Sometimes your your conscious mind will hide you from what stuff really is, and that's really the ego. It's the same thing that's telling you, oh, no, nah, you ain't got to think like that. You see what I'm saying? Like what you said earlier, about it's that thing that's going to uh, make you... It's, called, it's the thing that had you having that discussion that you eventually didn't realize you probably didn't even believe in it in the first place. Right. And that was you tapping into that that black that black hole do I energy right?
1: Un unlocking a piece of my subconscious, and even realize that's what I was sent out to do. All right, and you know, this was definitely a lengthier this episode, but.